When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, please join me in welcoming Don Samuels to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnels to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Okay, Don, are you there? I'm here, Janine. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You can call me Janine or Judge. It doesn't matter, Don. You are uh, a a native of Jamaica. You are 72 years old. You came here at the age of 20. You've been living in the United States for 52 years. Now, you eventually settled in Minneapolis. Uh, You're a designer. You, You were inventing and creating toys for major manufacturers. Maybe one day we'll talk about that. But um, you were also a member of the Minneapolis City Council from 2003 to 2014. Tell me, what was it about Minneapolis that brought you there? Well, I came here originally to work for a little game company called Lakeside Games. And I uh, ran the design department. And um, and then after Lakeside went out of business, I uh, rejoined my uh, former co-workers here and we started a, a design studio where we invented and designed toys but all all through that time i was living in um uh, at point, parts of the city that were considered the challenged part of the city ghetto or mm-hmm. violent communities that was a commitment i made in college when i realized uh, um, my debt to the african-american community that I could walk out of a college and get a job based totally on my skills, something that wouldn't have happened years ago. But for the sacrifices of the civil rights movement, children went to jail, young people mm-hmm. got imprisoned, and I, as a black man, walk out of uh, an airplane and land into the land of opportunity that was wider and more accessible than if I had arrived 20, 30 years earlier. But, you know, it's interesting as you tell the story, Don, um, there is there is a certain amount of, you know, a belief in the America that you were living in, that you had opportunities and those opportunities um, gave you the ability to at least get a get a, a seat on the city council. What was your main goal on the city council in Minneapolis? Well, we were living in North Minneapolis, which is the most violent sector of the city. And um, I had just finished seminary as an old dude and mm-hmm. um, wanted to create a children's uh, program for children and families because so many children were living around us that were somewhat underparented. And mm-hmm. um, and in, in organizing our neighbors to deal with the crime in the neighborhood and the quality of life issues, we achieved quite a bit of success at that. And um, and then my neighbors asked me to run to represent this community because we had been underrepresented by our political leaders because our voter ratio is turnout. It was very low. And so then the representation becomes sort of proportionate to the participation of our neighbors. Mm -hmm. And so the neighborhood is basically neglected. And my neighbors asked me to take our issues to City Hall, that public safety was a severe issue here 
and uh, the quality of life, and the conditions our children were living under, created the kind of trauma that prevented optimal brain functioning and all of the attendant problems. Well, you know, John, the stuff that you talk about, I mean, the the negative impact that crime has on the inner cities is attributable not just to Minneapolis, but to the inner cities all over the United States. And, you know, if we kind of fast forward here, we saw the, the, the murder of George Floyd, which was an outrage. And I, as a prosecutor, I mean, I was outraged. A prosecutor judge a human being. Uh, what happened, and there was civil unrest. What did you think of the unrest? Well, you know, first of all, let me say we felt a great deal of uh, appreciation, gratitude for the protesters. We, in fact, Sandra and I, and our our young charge uh, mentee who lives with us, Marcus, a neighborhood kid that we were seeing through high school, and we all went on the protest. I had my picket signs, and we Mm -hmm. had our picket signs. We were marching uh, just a day or two after the Floyd uh, killing, which was heinous and reprehensible. And um, on that march, um, we were going to march from the site of uh, Chicago in 38 to the 3rd Precinct to protest. And And um, on the way, we we just felt a vibe that um, in the crowd were elements that were not really uh, so much pro-community, but anti-police, which is different. It's a little shade of difference there. That in, in fact, we were marching against abusive policing for our community, while it seems that there were people in the, in the march who were marching against police because they hated them. And so... It was, they were not motivated by the love of the community, but by hatred for the police or authority or whatever. And we've, we, we have seen this, Don Samuels, from, from Minneapolis. We have seen this in cities across the nation with the protests last summer after George Floyd, where uh, pretty much uh, individuals from out of the community came in to really instigate. And then, of yeah. course, we saw the violence. We saw the burning. We saw the looting, the arson. Uh, and uh, to just kind of fast forward, uh, you living in the inner city, you must have lived in fear, I imagine, of what was going to happen. Yeah, well, you know, we turned back, my wife, um, very sensitive on these issues, and she said, something is not right here, let's turn back. And we left that march, and that was the night that the, that crowd, in fact, did go on to burn the third precinct down. Yep. So we, we were correct in that, and we had we had seen that vibe at, at, um, at the, the siege of the fourth precinct here, on the north side, there's an element. It's a minority, but the, a lot of the protesters do not do not have the sophistication, the good mm-hmm. protesters, yes. to discern that there is this faction that is not going to be helpful to them. Wow! And they feel that that this faction will scare people a little bit, and and they will be able to achieve their purpose because of fear that this faction puts in, in, in the heart of the. the people or the leadership right so they coupled them a little bit um and it was by the time they began to understand and to be responsive to that it was too late and the beast had been fed and grown to a level that they now were kind of once you put in the city council which was equally naive into feeding that sentiment against police 
um, the criminal element interpreted that as an open season on exactly. police and for criminal behavior. Well, so as a result, in, the, in uh, a nightmare, I imagine you're living in a nightmare. And as homicides rose, uh, yeah. um, as a result of the defund the police movement, let me ask right. you this, Don Samuels from, from Minneapolis, you were on the city council. You lived in Minneapolis. You saw the outsiders come in and agitate and put fear into the hearts of the people from the community who were appalled like the nation was appalled at what happened to George Floyd. Why did the city council decide to defund the police? Because they were so um, caught up emotionally in the Chauvin um, offense Mm -hmm. and outrage at it. And um, they were they were totally two dimensional in their perception of the problem. And um, they they lost touch with the purpose of the protest in the whole in the very first place that African-American men were disproportionately being treated badly by, by rogue elements in the police department. And, yes. so, uh, and so they focused on the police so much, they lost touch with the very, very uh, community, meaning the George Floyd siblings or types who were in our community, African-American young men were greatly disadvantaged historically, et cetera. Their children, like George Floyd's daughter, uh, who are being shot in our community daily, three children around George Floyd's daughter's age Mm -hmm. were shot in the head over a four-week period of time. And that group could not muster the compassion. The the council could not muster the same compassion that they felt for George Floyd. They just focused on the horrible Chauvin's behavior rather Mm -hmm. than the value of George's life, the value of George's daughter's life, which was then recognizable in the value of the three children who were killed here. They couldn't make that transfer. Right. It's so unfortunate. Well, and so that, but but here's incident. here's the difference. I mean, they didn't care about the community. They only cared about an ideology. And you decided that you were going to sue you and your wife, Sandra, and several neighbors uh, by filing a lawsuit against the city for failing to provide the minimum number of police officers per citizen in Minneapolis. And a judge ruled last month in your favor, ordering the yeah. Minneapolis Police Department to hire more officers. Now, um, now the city council's reversed the original decision to defund the police. How many people had to die for these fools to understand that they were being played by ideological anti-police forces? Well, you know, we tried to to not um, go against them so strongly. We know that their motivations are for the good, but that their maturity is at a level that is not useful to the community at this time. Wow. They are they are shallow in their and myopic in their perceptions, and they are not seeing the both sides of the issue. Yes, we do need to deal with the chauvins of the world, but not all cops are chauvins. That's Most right. Cops are pretty decent guys, and, and we do need the transformation of the police department. But if you get rid of all the police or if you demoralize the police, Mm -hmm. the community that you're trying to save 
is going to be imploding from within because there are elements of young people in the community like George Floyd who couldn't optimize their dreams because of the circumstances. They got frustrated. They're angry. They're lashing out. The very young people that you're trying, and they're lashing out at each other and again on the community. So you do need police. You just need, you need just police. Yes, and you need and you need prosecutors to make sure that those police are accountable. But thanks to people like you, Don Samuels, in in actually having, uh, you know, the fortitude to sue the city of Minneapolis to make sure that they provide police that ultimately helps those who are in the most need of uh, of policing in the inner city. Uh, many people's lives have been saved. So uh, thank you so much to Don Samuels for being on uh, the, the, the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Sunday morning show. We very much are grateful for what you have done. God bless. Thank, thank you. Bless you. Bye.